Russia, 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 Russia. If you're tired of hearing about Russia, if you're tired of hearing about collusion, if you're tired of hearing about Donald J. Trump every time you cut on the TV or radio, well, you have found the right spot on the radio dial. Sure, we talk about the president, but only if it's newsworthy or only if it's funny. And sometimes stuff is just not really that newsworthy. And boy, the other media outlets, out they just go nuts talking about anything related to Trump. And we don't do that because he's a darn Yankee. But most of the South likes that darn Yankee, including yours truly, except sometimes he's a knucklehead. I admit, sometimes he does things you have to scratch your head. But again, this is not a show that's going to sit here for two hours and talk about collusion in Russia and Paul Manafort, who's going off to jail for a few years, it looks like. This is a show about the South. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. And we do that each and every day. So glad to have you here on this Friday edition of Y'all. I'm John Rawl. Yes, Rawl rhymes with y'all. And on today's show, we've got good stuff coming your way. I'm going to make you wait and I'll tell you what that stuff is in just a second. Let me first give you the numbers. 803-816-1170. That's how you can text us. That's how you can call us. We want to hear from you. Be a part of our inaugural listener feedback committee. And if you get chosen in this very high profile position, we'll get you a y'all happy. How about that? All you got to do, text us 803-816-1170. Name, where you're calling from, or texting us from, and what you've got to contribute, how you hear the show on a great radio station and or you might get the podcast and iTunes. We want to hear from y'all. 803-816-1170. Our website, the all new y'all.com. Check it out. Recipes, tourism videos, all kind of good stuff on there and more to come, including links to the y'all show. It's y-a-l-l.com. Y'all.com. Also on Instagram and Twitter, you can find the show at y'all show so you're on the edge of your seat you want to know what's coming up on today's friday edition of the talk show about the south we have college sports talk coming up in the next segment we will give you some college football news we've got the lineup for this weekend's top 25 college baseball games oh yeah even the acc they've got conference play starting this weekend sec you got to wait another weekend but we've got some doozies on the diamond This weekend, we'll tell you who's playing who uh, in just a few minutes when we have that. Plus, we'll give you the latest college basketball news as you've got some really good games going on tomorrow. We'll tell you all about it here on the Y'all Show in the next segment. At the end of this hour, we'll kind of keep a sports theme going, but it'll be the outdoor sports theme. We're going to have the next installment of Marshland out in the south with Cleve Marsh. And Cleve's going to be dropping by. And we're going to have a darn good time talking about duck hunting. And if I can get him to talk about other types of hunting, which I don't think will be too much of a problem, we're going to get that old boy to get it. To, we're going to get the good stuff from Cleve as we have Marshland, our outdoors feature that we have as a periodical here on the Y'all Show. That's coming up before we get out of here this first hour of today's y'all show when we go to hour two we'll get it started with our friday free for y'all the montage of great music 
And if you like the David Lee Murphy songs that we play each and every Friday, we've got something extra special today. And it's a sad reason that today we're going to play the very first single David Lee Murphy ever had out. A song called Just Once. And the reason we're playing his very first single, which was not a hit song, it only got into the top 40 barely. It was a song from the soundtrack to the movie Eight Seconds, which Luke Perry starred in. And sadly, the actor who we know from Beverly Hills 90210, the Yankee boy from Ohio, but uh, seemed like a great guy. He died suddenly from a stroke at the age of 52 years old this week. And I would say the movie that he was most known for, of course, television-wise, known for Beverly Hills 90210 and Riverdale also, but the movie, the one movie that you could say, Luke Perry, man, he did a great job in that movie. It was eight seconds. And we will talk about that movie, and we'll play the David Lee Murphy song from that soundtrack at the start of Hour 2. We'll also have hashtag Hullabaloo today. Plus, we will have a look at the brand new films hitting theaters this weekend, a look at what's going on in the world of NASCAR and golf, and we'll close it up with From Dixie with Love. That sounds like a darn good show, doesn't it? You betcha. Well, looking at the headlines, I am so tired of this story coming across every few days here on the Y'all Show. We've got another winter storm coming across the Southland this weekend. Winter Storm Taylor a low-pressure system that will track across the lower 48 states over the weekend. It's going to bring ice and snow to the plains and the northeast, but it's got the potential for some scary weather here in Dixie starting Saturday, moving into Sunday. So if you are in eastern Arkansas, west Tennessee, north Mississippi, parts of Kentucky, parts of middle Tennessee, I think those are the areas to kind of keep looking out on the weather forecast we do not want to see another example of what happened in Beauregard Alabama on Sunday where you had that tornado that killed more than 20 people what a horrible thing and if we can avoid such a horrible outbreak of tornadoes that would be great we can handle rain we can handle thunderstorms we just don't like deadly tornadoes but the forecast through the weekend is going to be wet in a large part of the south And again, if you're in those areas I just mentioned, especially North Mississippi, West Tennessee and Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky, Eastern Arkansas, probably a little bit of the boot hill of Missouri, stretching into Alabama too, please, please, please be on the lookout. I think this front's going to ultimately, maybe Sunday, get all the way over to the Atlantic coast. Hopefully it won't be too big of a story by the time it works its way that far east, but Remember, keep your eyes and ears on any kind of television station around you that has weather forecasts. Perhaps go get you a weather radio. Remember from this past Sunday in Lee County, Alabama, where that storm came through, they only had about a five-minute warning in some areas that a, a tornado was on the ground, and maybe that helped save lives. We, we just love y'all, and we don't want anything to happen to any of y'all. and certainly don't want anything to happen like what happened on Sunday in east alabama so we want to keep those people by the way in our thoughts and prayers still and help out american red cross there's different gofundme pages for funeral costs for some of those 23 plus victims oh what a terrible thing let's not hope let's hope that doesn't happen again this weekend to st charles missouri we go an amazon driver who illegally parked in a handicapped accessible parking space is now paralyzed from the waist down 
after a suburban St. Louis man allegedly confronted him about parking in this handicap accessible parking space, and then he shot him in the back. Jalen Walkers, a 21-year-old who also worked as a personal trainer, said from his bed in the intensive care unit at St. Louis University Hospital in St. Louis that his plans for the future had been to play with his one-year-old son just like any other father would, but now he is he's paralyzed. Uh, he's in a brace around his chest and neck. Larry Tomlinson, a 65-year-old from St. Charles, Missouri, who isn't disabled himself but has a placard allowing him to park in handicap-accessible parking spots because of a relative, was charged Wednesday with assault and armed criminal action in the shooting that happened on Tuesday outside a St. Charles, Missouri Target store. He's now in jail on a $100,000 bond. But all this over a dispute at a handicap parking spot and a driver becoming paralyzed now in the show-me state. Suspended Broward County, Florida Sheriff Scott Israel has filed a lawsuit against the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, and he's claiming that DeSantis engineered a political power play that interferes with the right of the public to determine their elected official. And the sheriff was suspended by the governor and accused of failing to prevent the Parkland school shooting, which happened February of 2018. And Israel's filed a suit and he's seeking to get his job back and alleging that DeSantis improperly ousted him for political reasons. A lot of criticisms come Israel's way. And this this county, of course, Broward's had its own share of problems, even outside of what happened at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, a shooting there that left 17 people dead on February 14th of 2018. But now the sheriff who was suspended by this new governor, DeSantis, in the Sunshine State, firing back with a lawsuit after he was suspended earlier this year. In more law enforcement news from the state of Florida, an officer has been found guilty, a former officer that is, of slaying a black motorist. Numan Raja, a 41-year-old former officer, faces a mandatory minimum of 25 years at his sentencing on April 26 and could spend his life in prison for the death of 31-year-old Corey Jones. A jury deliberated for hours, and he did not react to the verdict when it was read. But he's off to jail now, found guilty of this. I, I guess, well, as like we said, it was an officer found guilty in the slaying of this black motorist in the West Palm Beach area of Florida. And Raja becomes the first officer in the state of Florida to be convicted of an on-duty shooting in 30 years. Bad boys, bad boys, but this isn't a criminal per se. This is an elected, well, he's a political guy in Pritchard, Alabama, and the city of Pritchard chief of staff pled guilty yesterday to 50 separate criminal counts of theft after entering into a blind plea deal with prosecutors and the judge in the case. 30-year-old James Blackman stole in excess of $157,000 from the city of Pritchard while assistant to the city mayor, Jimmy Gardner, and this is according to the Mobile County District Attorney's Office. He was arrested back in February of 2018, but that is a lot of money stolen from Pritchard, Alabama. $157,000, 49 counts of theft that he's pleaded guilty to in Pritchard, Alabama. And Blackman will be going down or up the river for a little while as a result of that 
More political news from the Pelican State. Bill Cassidy, the current U.S. Senator for Louisiana, has announced that he will indeed seek re-election in 2020 for his U.S. Senate seat. He told the Monroe, Louisiana newspaper that he will seek the re-election. He said he will formally announce his candidacy for a second term after Louisiana votes for governor on October 12th. The 61-year-old senator said that's his intent right now. The most effective campaign is doing what we're supposed to do for Louisiana. Now, do you know the other U.S. senator from Louisiana right now? It should be a name you should never forget. His name is John Kennedy. Now, Cassidy, who was in state politics prior to going to Washington, he beat Mary Landrew back in 2014. He's a physician, and he's going to be running once again in 2020. It looks like that that's his intent. So no change there, perhaps, in Louisiana. The Georgia State Senate has approved stronger protections for public monuments, and this is in reaction to this nationwide, I call it uh, madness, as a good word, the nationwide madness because people are trying to remove statues, primarily Confederate statues. Critics say the bill will help preserve Confederate tributes that were installed years after the Civil War with the intent of intimidating black citizens. I don't buy that argument at all. I do not buy that argument at all. These statues were put up 20, 30 years after the Civil War because that's about when you put up a, a memorial to a war that you fought in. You don't put them up the day after the war ends. It, it takes a while, and it costs a lot of money. you got to raise the money, and that's what the United Daughters of the Confederacy did back in the late 1800s, early 1900s. So this proposal in Georgia, which was approved by a 34 to 17 vote, would add protections for all of Georgia's monuments, including civil rights memorials. That's a good thing. Under the bill, any person who damages or destroys a monument could be liable for triple the cost to repair or replace it, plus exemplary damages. Now, if only more states had these kind of protections, and this is not necessarily a law yet in Georgia, but at least it's it's moving forward out of their state senate, and you've got a Republican governor that I'm sure will sign this into law if indeed it becomes something that works its, works its way to his desk there in atlanta and how about this story coming from warren county mississippi where vicksburg is looking out over the mississippi river vicksburg police say that 27 year old joseph wesley springs of terry mississippi has now been taken into custody after the mississippi department of corrections issued a warrant for springs on a probation violation and when police saw him they i think he was riding in an suv and this was before dawn on wednesday and they pulled the car over and just as they were doing that mr mr john wesley springs of terry mississippi he got out of the car he jumped a fence and and run and and then he went out and dove into the mississippi river (laughs) you gotta be kidding me Authorities searched for him, and Springs was seen running into a railroad tunnel about six hours later, and then he was taken to a hospital to treat a head injury and other complaints. Police say he hit his head jumping into the Mississippi River. The woman driving the SUV was arrested on a misdemeanor warrant. That's pretty pretty brave there for Mr. Springs there. It's one thing to run and evade for police, but this guy, he must have really not wanted to get caught jumping into the mighty Mississippi River. But guess what? Old Man River didn't drown this guy. He he somehow got away, and, well, he didn't get away too long. He got arrested.
by the authorities there in Vicksburg. Also, news from the state of Mississippi, Bank Corsal, that's a huge bank based in Tupelo, and they announced this week that they've agreed to buy Summit Bank of Panama City, Florida, and Texas Star Bank of Van Alstine, Texas. They're going to pay $20 million in cash and $80.3 million in stock for the Summit Financial Enterprise, parent of the Florida Bank, with $472 million in assets, and Bank Corp South will pay Almost $21 million in cash and nearly $67 million in stock for the Texas company that has the bank there that has $378 million in assets. Bank Corp South has $18 billion in assets. They've got offices in Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Louisiana, Missouri, Tennessee, and Texas. Bank Corp South getting Bigger and bigger every day. Not bad for a bank based in Elvis's birth city. In Raleigh, North Carolina, an agency there is being criticized there because they spent too much money on something that I, I, I when I saw the word here, I really had never seen it quite put this way. Cake bites. They spent the money on cake bites instead of housing and a federal officer a federal auditor rather said that the North Carolina Housing Finance Agency misspent nearly $130,000 from the government's Troubled Asset Relief Program, and that should have gone to help homeowners. Among the spending back in 2010, they helped spend money on a conference for housing counselors, and they a guest speaker lectured on motivation by chocolate. It cost nearly $3,000 for that particular particular expense and according to an inspector there with the agency quote before homeowners received a single dollar from this program housing counselors were treated to an evening reception featuring a carved beef station staffed by a uniformed chef cake bites and strawberry shortcut shortcake martinis the north carolina agency charged tarp three thousand one hundred thirty dollars and a guest speaker, as we told you, made $2,500 for their motivation by chocolate speech there in North Carolina. Waste, waste, waste. Government waste. Sometimes the government's pretty good at that. We've got the list of best places to live in America, according to niche.com. And these are based on data from the census, the FBI, and other sources. The number one best place to live in America, according to niche.com, it's in Arlington, Virginia. It's a neighborhood called Bluemont. Got a population of 8,421 there just outside of Washington, D.C. Other southern cities that have made this list include Davis Islands. That's a neighborhood in the Tampa, Florida area. They come in at number five in this list. Rose Isle out of Orlando also made the top ten. You have another Arlington, Virginia village it's called colonial village it's in the top 10 a lot of yankee places on here i'm gonna skip past those terrell hills part of san antonio texas it's number 11 on this list of the best places in the country to live according to niche.com and finally in the top 20 you have spanish town part of tampa florida it's in there at number 17 if you want more go to niche.com if you're going to be driving around middle tennessee better be careful 
they're having issues with rock slides and there's been a release put out in davidson county where nashville is and they've identified possible rock slides so i encourage you to go to t-dot or wherever you can in fact just the other day on interstate 24 in the nashville area they had to close down part of the road because of a rock slide and they also had highway 25 in smith county tennessee shut down a while back because of rock slide. lots of rocks on rocky top well this is really middle tennessee but be careful on interstate 24 heading to clarksville be careful around brentwood that's one of the sites listed on in i-65 south on franklin road be careful there with a rock slide potential there and they're really spread throughout middle tennessee all the way toward crossville there's even a potential place in Grundy County that is being singled out as a, a top 10 site for rock slides in Middle Tennessee. So be careful when you go to Middle Tennessee if you're listening to us right now. Finally, speaking of Middle Tennessee, what a coup. NASCAR is leaving Las Vegas and taking its annual Champions Week and the awards that go along with it to Music City, USA. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Awards will be held December 5th at the Music City Center in Music City. This was announced this week by NASCAR. And NASCAR is going to move its Xfinity Series Awards and Truck Series Awards to November 22nd, with the Home Tracks Champions Award November 23rd still in Charlotte at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. For whatever reason, though, there is a, a racetrack just outside of nashville it's kind of in the direction of murfreesboro and lebanon and they don't have a major race there they built that racetrack 20 years ago and to my knowledge they've never had a major race at the nashville motor speedway i guess that's what it's called but nascar making a good move getting it back to a place like nashville the great awards called the nascar awards moving to nashville we've got sports news coming up y'all that's on the net it's actually college sports news we'll have that when we come right back and now a quick comparison from grasshopper when a client calls what do you want them to hear your personal voicemail hey you've reached greg's cell phone um i'm away right now <laughs> obviously uh leave a message and maybe i'll get back to you or something a little more buttoned up courtesy of grasshopper thanks for calling green landscaping to make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Chomp, chomp, welcome back. It's y'all talk with a southern accent, and this our college 
report here on a Friday on the show that's all about the South with John Rawl and Florida. The Gators and the Miami Hurricanes have been approved to move up their scheduled game in Orlando and it will be played August 24th at Camping World Stadium. This is going to be one heck of a way to start the 2019 college football season, which also happens to be the 150th anniversary of college football. So the Canes and the Gators, August 24th, big game to get things going here in 2019. Former Oklahoma Sooner A.D. Miller, he's a receiver, He announced that he will be transferring to Illinois, but guess what? He's changing his mind, and he's going to rejoin the Sooners. This was announced by OU coach Lincoln Riley, maybe a guy who entered that transfer protocol, but has now had second thoughts, and I guess Coach Riley's going to say, come on home, son. You can can still suit up for us. We need your talent. Receiver A.D. Miller back with the Sooners in 2019 college baseball this weekend acc you've got acc versus acc games sec you have to wait another week some of the lineups for series this weekend speaking of the acc the number 11 florida state seminoles have virginia tech in tallahassee this weekend nc state and pitt get together texas a&m plays gonzaga in a series north carolina's at clemson this weekend the lsu tigers host the cal bears this weekend you have vanderbilt and illinois state at vanderbilt the number one team in the country they got the redbirds in nashville this weekend texas tech and wichita state have a series arkansas and louisiana tech play this weekend acc series boston college visits louisville the Georgia Bulldogs host the Presbyterian College Blue Hose. The Mississippi Land Sharks host UAB. Auburn's got UTSA on the plains this weekend. East Carolina host Maris. And Baylor's got the Nebraska Cornhuskers in this weekend for a series. South Carolina's got Valparaiso. Florida hosts Ivy League Yale. And the Texas Longhorns are at Stanford. That's all some of the SEC, ACC, Big 12 teams playing this weekend in college baseball lsu they've had a great season on the hard court but man some bad news coming for lsu coach will wade according to a story from espn's mark schleyball fbi wiretaps intercepted telephone calls between lsu coach will wade and aspiring business manager christian dawkins in which wade expressed frustration about his inability to close what he described as a quote strong ass offer for recruit This, according to sources that said this to ESPN yesterday. Now, Yahoo Sports first reported details about the contents of one of the telephone calls on Thursday. But this could be a a much bigger story if more details come out. But LSU, his coach recorded in an FBI wiretap discussing an offer for a recruit and something you don't want to you don't want to do. And you certainly don't want to get caught. And LSU's having one heck of a year. In fact, Some people expect Will Wade of LSU to possibly win the award for SEC Coach of the Year. LSU has a chance this weekend to be perhaps the outright champ of the SEC, but could be a co-champion of the Southeastern Conference if things work out for the Tigers this weekend. More college basketball news. Raleigh, North Carolina's Shaw University. That is a Division II historically black college. A player there, Amir Hinton, has said that he will declare for the 2019 NBA draft and hire an agent and will forgo his final season of college eligibility. Amir Hinton, Shaw, going to go to the NBA, or at least his plan on it. Not bad, again, for a Division II player 
They're hoping to enter the NBA through the draft. And he's hoping to become the first Division II player to be drafted since 2005. He's currently projected 49th in the ESPN Top 100. We wish this fellow all the best. He's part of the CIAA and was their player of the year in Division II, again, out of Raleigh, N.C., Shaw University. Good luck. Injury news from the SEC. Georgia Bulldog sophomore forward Rayshawn Hammonds has had a fracture in his right foot and he's had to have surgery to repair it. The surgery yesterday came after Hammonds missed Georgia's 64-39 loss to Mizzou on Wednesday night. And after the game, the coach of the Dogs said Hammonds wouldn't return this season. So we wish Rayshawn Hammonds all the best for UGA. What's on tap tomorrow in college basketball as far as top 25 games? The Tennessee Vols have their finale and a chance to clinch a share of the SEC, perhaps win it outright. They visit their old head coach, Bruce Pearl, on the Plains. Tennessee and Auburn tipping off at 12 Eastern, 11 Auburn time tomorrow. FSU's at Wake Forest. The Walford Terriers will play in the Southern Conference Tournament in Asheville, North Carolina, opponent to be determined. The Florida Gators and Kentucky play at Rupp Arena tomorrow. Texas Tech goes to Ames to take on the Cyclones. Baylor is at Kansas. You have the Louisville Cardinals going to number two, Virginia. Big game there for UVA trying to close out the ACC with a win. UCF, which had a big win last night, got a win over Cincinnati at home. They're going to Philly this weekend. They've got a game at Temple. The rematch at the Dean E. Smith Center this weekend, Duke and UNC, a top five matchup. That tips off 6 Eastern, 5 Central tomorrow. OU is at Kansas State. Vanderbilt is at LSU. All that college basketball fun happening tomorrow. Well, that is a look at your college roundup here on this Friday. When we come back, we've got Out in the South with Cleve Marsh. It's Marshland. You don't want to miss it duck hunting we'll talk about it when we come right back on the y'all show and caller number nine for one million dollars rita complete this quote life is like a box of oh i know this one chocolates uh you're cutting out rita we need your answer Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Oh, Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music get up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming get up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. A slippery bathroom floor can result in expensive hospital bills. So today, I'll show you how to cushion a serious fall by filling your bathroom with thousands of plastic balls. Just nail a piece of plywood across the doorway and dump in 2,000 multicolored plastic balls. You could try to protect yourself with a bathroom full of plastic balls, or you could get liability coverage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Visit geico.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Rolaids presents The Heartburn Blues. 
<sighs> so the kids decided to cut their own hair today. And somebody's ink pen exploded in the wash. And family fajita night left me with the heartburn blues. But Rolaids made it all fine. Rolaids starts working as fast as now, so you can take control of even your worst heartburn. Get your groove back with Rolaids. Refers to acid neutralization. Use as directed. Sitting pretty good High on a hill Looking at a field downwind If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass Never worry about the price of gas I'll be wheeling and dealing And sitting there reeling them in Hunting, fishing, loving every day That's the prayer that a country boy it's the Y'all Show Friday edition. John Rawl in the saddle with me here. And it's time once again here on the show to bring on our latest feature, our new feature called Marshland Out in the South with Cleve Marsh. And we've got Cleve here. And I understand Cleve here in this outdoor segment today. We're going to get a little aquatic. Aquatic's not the word for it. We're going deep this time. Hello, General. How are you today, brother? I am doing good. Good to see you again. And yeah, I, I say aquatic because, man, we have had our share of rain across the Southland. And I guess, how does that affect wildlife generally when you have so much rain? What What's different about it? It will move them around. Uh, may I talk for a moment about flooding in Decatur County, Tennessee? You may. That's where I live, as you well know, right on the Tennessee River, 75 feet from the water's edge and about a 130-acre lake behind me. And the water has been six feet deep in my garage. My house is on stilts. We're in the floodplain. And the mice and the snakes and the raccoons and the possums and the squirrels are gathered in my trees and all over my house. I'm headed up this afternoon to see that the water is actually off the floor. And we're going to try to get the electricity back on. So it moves the wildlife around. There's no question about that. It'll change their habits from one moment to the next as soon as it arises. We can't find any of the groundhogs that were in the bank. What do you think? That's crazy. So you actually have seen those aforementioned animals, mice, snakes, and everything else. They're in your home. Well, I didn't let them in the home. Oh, okay. They're all over. the. We've got a porch. We have a deck. We have a breezeway. And they were on the poles. You know, they're going to drown if they don't get out of the water. Something's got to happen. Well, Cleve, I want to talk to you about when things do kind of subside a little bit from floodwaters around the southeast. When when things are normal, then what what can we do from an aquatic standpoint, from a hunting standpoint? From a hunting standpoint, well, you got to go check and see if your stands were in place if you're a deer hunter. See if your blinds are, t are still tied off if you're a duck hunter. One of the major things that we have had to combat on the Tennessee River with our floating duck blinds, which is really optimal since it can, on a normal year, it'll go 
10, 12, maybe even 15 feet uh, difference in standard winter pool. But we've had a little over 22 feet of water rise this year. Uncommon. No one that lives near where I do has ever seen that water that high. It's, as a matter of fact, no one's ever seen it on the property that my house is on over the grass. It's been up the side of the hill before. So the thing that we have the worst problem with in the Tennessee River situation for duck blinds is keeping them tied down. You put them on spud poles. Nobody ever puts them on spud poles that are tall enough to accommodate so they get off of them. And some of the people in the the uh, area of the Perville Marina have houses that are floating and they're on spud poles you know what a spud pole is no educate all right here you go you take a piece of four inch or six inch or bigger depending on the size of the structure that's going to be attached to it and you drive this pole aforementioned pole in the water in the bottom as deep as you can possibly get it and then you put a collar on it and attach said collar to the side of the structure Ideally, you'd want a couple of collars, one near the top of the roof and one near the bottom of the floor level. And this allows this floating house or structure to float up and down with the rise in the water. Well, there's a young man here in town who has one that got over his, his top collar and it bent it over and it went goodbye downriver, a floating house. So that's the spud poles are a good answer, and they're great for duck blinds, but most of the time we don't drive them in deep enough. We don't think the flood's going to get us. So uh, several of us have already lost blinds this year from that. Well, I know you have been a duck hunter all over the southeast, and, of course, I think you've even duck hunted a little bit in a place called the Palmetto State. Oh, yeah, that's where I grew up duck hunting. I'm glad you brought that up. I have a little story to tell you. I heard a conversation held. I happened to be in Spanish Fort, Alabama, day before yesterday, and I had a, a story run by me about alligators and honey and brackish water down there, and those guys won't hunt near where the alligators are, and I don't understand it. We had several areas, and one of them you will be familiar with would be Lake Marion. The headwaters of Lake Marion in the swampy area, alligators galore. My dad and I fished there every year, and we duck hunted there every year from the time I could walk, I guess. And many times we would walk into an area for summer duck hunting. You know what a summer duck is? I do not. A summer duck is what we call in Tennessee a wood duck and throughout most of the South. But in South Carolina, it's called a summer duck. I bet you know what a wood duck looks like. I think I do. Again, I, I one reason we have you on here, Cleve, we, we have Cleve Marsh. This is Marsh Land with Cleve Marsh out in the South with Cleve. Uh, if, if people listening to this aren't quite so savvy on hunting, well, that's okay. That's what we have this segment for. And, and I'll be the first to raise my hand and say, I don't really know a lot about this stuff. So what is a wood duck? A wood duck is a beautiful, multicolored, about a medium-sized duck. Too small, maybe. Some of the best eating duck there is. I'd rather have a wood duck than any other duck. They primarily eat on acorns. They don't eat much fish like mallards and other ducks do although i do love to eat a mallard but i'm back to my story we're summer duck hunting it would be september and we're wading into the headwaters of lake marion where the swamp area is probably about seven eight miles from the dam i guess approximately and oh maybe 50 to 75 feet from us on the bank are alligators and they'll be 10 or 12 feet long, and that's okay. We don't mind them as long as they're on the bank. 
What we want to know is where they are. You don't want to walk into one of them. That's not a fun thing to do. But our problem with them is the ducks that are crippled. You don't go after a crippled duck. If you shoot a duck dead, you can wade out and get it. But if it's thrashing around in the water, it attracts the attention of our long-toothed brothers in the water, and it will make for a short-legged duck hunter. So, <laughs> I guess you found this out firsthand, or is this a wise tale that's actually true? We saw them get our ducks many times, and we would not go after them, and it was illegal to shoot alligators. I think now we have some hunting seasons for alligators down in South Carolina. I know they do it in Florida. You didn't heard anything about that, have you? No, because I've never been duck hunting or alligator hunting. Sorry. Would you go alligator hunting? Sure, because I actually like that TV show. What is it? Uh, Gator Hunters that was on TV with all the people in Louisiana. Swamp Man? Swamp People. Swamp People. Yeah, That's yeah. it. That's Swamp People. Yep, you got it right there. Well, I'm just going to tell you that it's awful fun and it's awful cool to be in the water with those alligators knowing where they are. But like I said, when we would wait out after a down duck, that's okay. They're not making any noise on the water, and generally the shotgun shooting would cause the alligators to retreat. But get one that runs 100 yards, you don't go after those. You let those keep going. We, we didn't learn that the hard way. We think we're smart enough to know not to do that. Cleve here on the Y'all Show, we read headlines, and I am seeing more and more headlines come across from the southeast of massive gators popping up out of nowhere is there something going on that we now have even bigger gators than we have had before or these gators are surfacing unlike before well i think i've seen them all my life having grown up down there for the first 21 or so years of my life and then returned many 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 times to take my dad fishing one of our favorite things to do is go to Rimini, which is on the santee river just there at lake marion and fish near the trestle bridge and when you put in it at goat landing and you bear to the right and head back into the shallow water for brim fishing and daddy doesn't like to say crappie he will not say crappie he does say crappie and everybody knows what crappie is in the south but dad and i would go fishing and this last time we went about two years ago for brim there was an alligator that we had the opportunity to mark where he was on the bank and we measured him out at 14 feet and about six inches that is not scientific but that's the largest alligator we ever saw and that was just a couple years ago we did however in a swamp behind our house when we lived on the edge of sumter south carolina see lots of 11 12 13 foot even alligators there and we could actually identify their size pretty well by being able to mark the bank where they were mark a, a log they were laying near or some piece of structure where you could go over and measure the thing so i don't know there's been awful lot of really big ones come up lately though and i don't know i don't have an explanation for bigger now yeah i mean i i think i saw the other day one was like 13 feet i think in florida maybe and they said that they had seen all kind of bullet holes in this gator but the the bullets evidently weren't hitting at the right spot these are old scars from bullet holes gee whiz i didn't read about the bullet holes in it but i did see one that they said was 14 feet and a half uh a big one and they actually measured this rascal he was caught and tagged and released did you see that I, don't, I didn't see that, but I have to ask you, have you been gator hunting? No. Ah, see, we can maybe we can go together. I would do that. 
I'll be happy to do that. I'll tell you what, we'll, this fall we'll go duck hunting together. you have any clothes for this kind of thing? I've got a, I got a heavy coat somewhere, but do you have to have a special type of heavy coat? Yes, as a matter of fact, it needs to be windproof, waterproof, and it needs to be heavy when you go duck hunting, as well as your pants and your waders and your good socks and your long wool underwear. Are you allergic to wool by chance? No, I'm not because I wore wool uniforms for about four years in college. I oh. do, I do want to bring up though, Cleve, since you're giving me a heads up on this. Hey, you know what we need, both of us? We need to find us an apparel sponsor, and we'll go out there in our little fancy camo and our nice wool duck hunting clothes. I believe I know the right person to do that. You just leave that one to me. I think that would work fine. That sounds like a great idea. I will tell you, the secret to successful hunting is the proper attire you and i could go today on a duck hunt that i went on early in january this year dressed as we are right now we'd have a miserable time and be begging for relief take us home because we're not dressed for it but if we were dressed right in a duck blind with our friends cooking some fresh sausage and maybe some biscuits in the blind do you ever have a biscuit cooked in a pan on a on an open eye not in an oven no, but I was a Boy Scout, so I had some campfire biscuits before. Well, that's close enough. But you know what you do is you take a can of biscuits. Now, these you don't make them up fresh. You don't have the opportunity for that. But you take a can of fresh biscuits and put a stick of butter in the bottom of the pan. Put those biscuits in there, opened up in the bottom of that pan, and then about halfway through, you flip them over 10, 12 minutes in there. Perfect biscuits. Buttery, nice. Put a little sausage in it maybe scramble up some eggs or fry some eggs would you go for that i would go for that and cleve we can't thank you enough not only did cleve talk about biscuits he talked about going gator hunting and we're going to do that we're going to do that we're going to do the show on remote in some place where there's gators we can hunt and we also learned the, the buzzword of the day is spud poles spud poles and collars uh-huh i feel so much smarter cleve thank you out in the south of cleve marsh thank you sir you have a great weekend i think i said the last time we got a lot of work to do here but we're gonna get through this thank you i appreciate it very much general Rawl. all right well that will wrap up hour one of the y'all show stay with us in hour two we will have a special david lee murphy song and it ties into a movie that's very sadly fitting this week as we lost actor luke perry this week and we'll tell you what that is when we come back after the break plus an hour two we've got hashtag hullabaloo a look at the brand new movies hitting theaters this weekend and from dixie with love don't you go anywhere the y'all show will be right back Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. 
Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. We are y'all. It's time on y'all on the Friday second hour for Friday Free for Y'all. And here's the first of a couple of David Lee Murphy tunes. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine so for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride I told her not to worry about me so I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights misery looking for some company and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd slamming back and laughing out loud with the smoke so the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look to recall just where the heck's my truck so take my keys and lock them up tight 
Let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick The blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crown Slamming them back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around We're glad you're hanging around, it's Friday, let's hear you sing along Jumping like you just don't care if they're dancing over here Or fighting over there, I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd we are glad that you could join us here on the Y'all Show. Party crowd, slamming them back. Turn the radio up. Where the smoke's so thick, the blues can't hang around. But you hang around all this hour. Jumping like you just don't care if they're dancing over here. Are fighting over there. It's y'all. That's David Lee Murphy. Oh, what good music we have here each and every Friday on the Y'all Show Talk with a David Lee Murphy accent. <laughs> and that was a big hit there from the early 90s. We have plenty more David Lee Murphy music coming here right now on Friday, Free for Y'all with John Rawl, because we always play two DLM songs. That one there, and this one coming up right now. And we've got a special bonus David Lee Murphy song that we're going to play after this one. So I'm not going to tell you which one that is. It was the very first single David Lee Murphy had. I won't tell you the name. I'll, I'll give you a hint of what it was. But right now, let's get our little dust on the bottle action going from Mr. Murphy right here, y'all. Trio Williams, lived down the dirt road. Made homemade wine like nobody I know I dropped by one Friday night and said Can you help me Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me And I, I want to trade her right He said I got what you need son As we step down in the cellar He reached through the cobweb As he turned on the light He said There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool about what's inside There might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing As you climbed inside You stayed over there close As we drove down to the lake road the sun fading that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said Now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you about what's in 
song went to number one back in 1995 it was the first number one for david lee murphy dust on the bottle well that was actually the fourth single that david lee had out on mca records and the previous track before dust on the bottle was the song we just played party crowd so you had party crowd dust on the bottle those were big hits and he had other hits he even had a big hit last year his song in 2018 went all the way in the top 10 it went to number one actually on the airplay chart everything's gonna be all right a song with kenny chesney but the first david lee murphy track to ever come out was back in 1994 and i vividly remember this because it was played a lot on country music television cmt and the reason it was a new artist a brand new single but this song was also famous because it was part of a brand new movie that was hitting theaters and a this was from the soundtrack for this movie called eight seconds the song is just once from david lee murphy his very first single and this one did not do all that great it went in the top 40 on the chart it, it peaked at number 36 but it was the initial song that ended up becoming kind of a preamble to such great hits like party crowd and dust on the bottle all from the very first album out with a bang but as i said just once also was from a movie called eight seconds and it was from the soundtrack now i'm bringing this up here on the y'all show this week because we lost american film star and a symbol of the 1990s luke perry died this week sadly he had a stroke and he passed away at the age of 52 out in Burbank, California the other day. And he was a native of Ohio, but man, he was a major force on television on Beverly Hills 90210. He was also in a series called Riverdale. And very sad to see Luke Perry dying at what I would consider a young age, 52. And honestly, the only time I've ever been to Hollywood was around 2006, e-entertainment had me fly out there and appear on a show they were doing all about the south and so as publisher of y'all magazine i appeared on this sexy southern show or something like that i should have a copy of it i don't but i should (laughs) but i was on there with a bunch of famous people but they just kind of did a little recording with me in a side room there at e-entertainment but when i was in hollywood those two or three days i actually saw luke perry crossing a street he he and Stephen Baldwin were the only celebrities I saw during my time there at E Entertainment in, in Hollywood. And I saw Baldwin actually there's a shopping mall, kind of a small shopping mall right around Hollywood, and I saw him when I went there. But I saw Luke Perry crossing the street. And I said, Hey, that's the guy from T V. And again, I, I remember Beverly Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh airing on Fox. 
but I did not watch it. <laughs> and so please don't think any less of me for watching this, not watching this show that premiered back in 1989 on the Fox network. But it was, it was a teen drama and I guess I was a teen, but I didn't need any, any more drama myself. But I bet you a lot of you listening right now watched Luke Perry on that great series that was on for many, many years. Again, he died this week. But the connection here on the Y'all Show is that very first Dave Lee Murphy song was from the Eight Seconds soundtrack. Now, of course, the movie Eight Seconds, it was about rodeo star Lane Frost, who grew up in Oklahoma, but had connections out west. And he got killed riding a bull. And this movie, it was all cashing in on the whole Garth Brooks phase. And Chris Ledoux was a big star at this time. And they came out with this movie about lane frost and i'll be honest i have not seen it but i know it's a good movie because when luke perry died this week people said luke perry of beverly hills 90210 and eight seconds fame and so that's how i know that he was a part of this how about this i had no idea do you know who co-starred in eight seconds with luke perry Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm sitting here looking at the promotional poster for this movie. Stephen Baldwin and Luke Perry together. In a million years, I'd never would have guessed it. Perhaps they had just been together when I saw them in Hollywood. The only time I've ever been to Hollywood. Ooh, man, that's kind of it's kind of weird. Baldwin played Tough Heatman in the movie, and of course, Luke Perry played Lane Frost, who died, as we said, on a on a bull back in 1989 this colorado native who was a big star of the rodeo and and died at the arena at the cheyenne frontier days uh because of injuries sustained when a bull taking care of business struck him after a ride and this movie came out in 1994 eight seconds and david lee murphy sang this first track from the soundtrack that was released to radio now i'm going to tell you a few of the other songs on this eight seconds soundtrack because it's really a reflection of what country music was doing back in that time period i think this was out on mca records and here are a list of the songs and the artists from the eight second soundtrack burning up the road from john anderson pull your hat down tight from pam tillis no more crying from mcbride and the ride carla barnoff and standing right next to me Brooks and Dunn had a song on it called Ride em High, Ride em Low, the David Lee Murphy song Just Once. Vince Gill had a song called When Will I Be Loved. That's the old Everly Brothers song. He had that on there. If I Had Only Known from Reba McIntyre on there. Mark Chestnut, Texas is Bigger Than It Used To Be was a track on the 8 Seconds soundtrack. Patti Smith, You Hung the Moon had a song. Billy Dean, Once In A While, that was a single. That was out. And then Bill Conti, the last track on this soundtrack, Lane's Theme, all on the 8 Seconds soundtrack on MCA Records, released back in January of 1994. And again, the first track released from the soundtrack was David Lee Murphy, Just Once. Let's remember Luke Perry. And let's not also forget the incredible legend that Lane Frost left behind after he was killed back in 1989. Remember those two here on the Y'all Show with a little David Lee Murphy music.
From the Eight Seconds movie soundtrack, that David Lee Murphy song there just once. And by the way, that's that movie was a hit. It had a budget of seven million when it was produced back in the early nineties, and its box office success was nearly twenty million dollars. And I'm sure it's done quite well with Netflix and on demand options. But a big, big movie with Luke Perry in the lead role of this nineteen ninety four film Eight Seconds, and that song there from David Lee Murphy. And we remember the life of actor Luke Perry. Even though he was a Yankee, he did a pretty good job. We'll we'll salute him and his legacy there. We've got more of the Y'all Show when we come back on the program. We'll have our hashtag, Hullabaloo, before the end of this hour. We'll look at the brand new movies. We just talked about eight seconds coming out 25 years ago. Well, we've got some really good movies coming to theaters this weekend. We have that, plus a look at the Alliance of American Football lineup for Saturday and Sunday. All that ahead on the Y'all Show. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial 1. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. 
Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text NICE to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text NICE to 84888. That's N-I-C-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com slash TNC. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 7575. That's promo code 7575 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. This is y'all talk with a southern accent, and this is hashtag hello blue. Oh my goodness, hashtag hello blue, right back here. On this Friday, y'all. Oh, my. <laughs> well, let's dig into the hashtag hullabaloo grab bag and find something from Bridget Gabrielle at ACT. Bridget, B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E. And Bridget, in her profile says, survivor of terrorism, ACT for America founder and chairman, and a New York Times best-selling author a national security expert and a guest analyst. I think I've seen her on television. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and give you a little warning here. I've got a couple of tweets that I'm going to read here that are all of a kind of a political nature. So, hey, if you've been wanting us to spice things up on hashtag hullabaloo, today is your lucky day. Bridget Gabrielle's text says, The Southern Poverty Law Center is a hate group. Strong words, Bridget Gabrielle. Now, if you know anything about the SPLC, they are based in Montgomery, Alabama. That's where they were founded by Morris Dees. By the way, the Alabama native Morris Dees, who is an attorney, went to law school at the University of Alabama and started the Southern Poverty Law Center. I think he helped prosecute Klansmen way back in the day. Morris Dees is now 82 years old. The website for the Southern Poverty Law Center is is splccenter.org. Now, here's getting back to Bridget's text and where she calls the SPLC a hate group. That's her opinion, okay? I have my own opinion. Here is my opinion of the Southern Poverty Law Center. What started out as a very noble group, they kind of tracked Klansmen and hate crimes, which weren't even called hate crimes in those days. They have this little map and here's my biggest problem with the current southern poverty law center they become an advocacy for liberals they make people and call them out publicly they might even do this show they call people out publicly with no verification and unfortunately a lot of people go to their site and see that if the southern poverty law center says you're a bad person well then you must be a bad person and they're very in my opinion loose on what makes people bad usually it's got something to do with something to do with white power supremacy it could be nazi related they keep track they got little little symbols for all these different types of things 
uh, it, it's you make your own decision. I'm only telling you this today because go to their website, splccenter.org, and make your own determination of what Bridget's saying of them being a hate group. I wouldn't say they're a hate group, but I know one thing. I've seen them ostracize and literally ruin people that I'm not sure those people were quite the the villains that the SPLC made them out to be. Now, what I don't know, has anyone sued them and and called them out for this? You know, I think there actually is a case going on right now. I remember seeing it somewhere on social media in the last two months. There's somebody down in Montgomery doing something. I don't know if that case has been resolved, but hey, again, starting out, I know it was noble, their effort, but I think it became more of a political, much more political in their nature. And that's my opinion. Okay. I'm going to go on there next week and see if they don't have me as a hate group. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not a hater and this is not a hater show. This is all about y'all, but this is, I'm, I'm giving you a little bit of info on this because it is a Montgomery founded, but I'm not going to say it's totally based there now because I have seen a lot of their contributors, their personnel actually appear and they weren't living in Montgomery. I know one of them lived in North Georgia. So do your own research. But that that's our first of a couple of political-related tweets here on this Friday. Ain't this fun? <laughs> Here's a guy that I've seen on CNN, Charles Blow, at Charles M. Blow. He's a New York Times columnist and the author of Fire Shut Up in My Bones. And he goes around the country, speaks. Charles Blow, he's very outspoken, hates Trump. Here's what he's working on. Some kind of book that here's what he wrote on Twitter on his Twitter account this week. He's doing book research. He says seven Southern states officially observe Confederate Memorial Day to remember the 250,000 Confederate soldiers killed in the Civil War. But there is no holiday of remembrance for the millions of black people they were fighting to keep enslaved. Let that sink in. That from Charles Blow. Well, you're right, Charles. There is no specific holiday to slaves. Now, here's my rub with what you're saying, Charles. I think we should have Confederate Memorial Day. We should have holidays for Robert E. Lee, Jefferson Davis, and others. Those are noble holidays to have in our southern states. Now, unfortunately, so many people have used the Confederate symbolism for their own political agenda. And and I'm talking Republicans and Democrats here. And it's like a bad word to say that term Confederate. We should honor the sacrifice of Confederate soldiers. There should not be one Confederate marker taken down anywhere. There should not be a change in the holidays but here's where you may say, well, God, that guy's horrible. I'm a Southerner. I'm a proud Southerner. I'm proud of my Confederate ancestors. Philip I. Rawl, 20th South Carolina Infantry. He actually got captured at the Battle of Cedar Creek, Virginia, and spent mm, almost a year at Point Lookout Prison in Maryland. I know my family's history. That's just my direct grandfather with the same last name. I, I have other great-great and great-great-great-grandfathers that fought. All for the Confederacy, by the way. No Yankee blood in this boy. <laughs> but but no generals either. All my folks were privates. And they didn't own slaves, too, by the way. 
But, Charles, you're right. There are a lot of states that honor Confederate Memorial Day, which is coming up soon. I know in South Carolina, it's usually the first Saturday in May. Mississippi, it's usually around June 1st. I don't know if Tennessee has any kind of Confederate Memorial Day. Georgia has some stuff. A lot of states have holidays. But here's where you you may think this guy is awful. Here, here's where I want to make sure I'm, I'm very clear. Charles, there should be Confederate Memorial, Memorial Day. And there should be some kind of observance of the millions of black people who were indeed enslaved. I agree with you, Charles. I agree. Now, speaking of Confederate memorials, in South Carolina at least, you probably have no clue of this because it got zero attention and it still gets zero attention. It's not a holiday, but it is a memorial. When South Carolina lowered the confederate flag from on top of the state house in columbia back in the year 2000 part of the legislation that brought that down also erected on the state house grounds in columbia a black history memorial or i don't know if it's really memorial but it's it's a pretty big thing on the east side of the state capitol and you probably have no idea about that. And fra- in fact, I think it was and still is the only black history memorial or marker on any state house grounds in the country. And you probably have no idea. All you've heard about is how awful South Carolina was because they flew that darn Confederate flag not anymore on top of the state house. They moved it to the front of the state house by the Confederate monument there in Columbia, right down Main Street. My birth city, Columbia SC, by the way. But that's all you heard about. You had no idea that just a few hundred yards away on the same state house grounds, very, very easy to see, was a black history monument. Now, what's crazy, about seven years after that thing was erected there in Columbia, it's probably 150 yards off the road. It's way out in the grounds of the state house. Some moron was drunk in a car and rode up into that area and messed that monument up because he was drunk. He was a drunk driver. And guess what? He was a black guy. (laughs) Uh, uh, You can't make it up. Yeah, that happened. And you probably didn't hear about that either. But yeah, there, there should be, no doubt, Charles, more observance of the sacrifice of of slavery i mean it was a terrible thing there's no doubt about it and if you have slave blood in you that's something you should be proud of and something you should know about that's the that's the unfortunate thing for a lot of black people at least Uh, honestly and I'm, i'm just telling you the facts here slavery was bad and guess what and i'm only telling you this because i i like history and i've gone into the archives and done work slaves were essentially they were property they weren't people they weren't treated as people in those days they were just just like having a cow out in the pasture they were viewed as wealth and they were something you had to have a lot of money to even own i would liken a slave to having a nice car today a thirty-five thousand dollar car and you had to be you had to have some money to even have one slave maybe you inherited slaves that's a possibility but the amount of people that had multiple slaves now those were the truly rich people because as i said they kind of had their their value liking it to today was about a thirty five thousand dollar value 
I couldn't own a slave today, and hopefully you couldn't either, but maybe it's also good to be rich. I, I'm just telling you, Charles, you've got a point there. Now, what what I don't want to see is Confederate stuff erased, and then you have Black History Month. You got Martin Luther King Day. You got to do something for Jackie Robinson when baseball season starts. You got all these other things going on for blacks. Not that any of them are not worthy, but you it the, the scales tip totally in that direction if you don't have some kind of in the south at least i'm only talking about the south some kind of confederate observation because remember as a guy who likes this kind of stuff i don't glorify slavery it was a bad thing but i do not glorify but want to honor these people like my great great grandfather p.i raw who went off at 18 years old and fought and nearly died and and that's in my case and as you said charles a quarter million southern soldiers did die in the civil war and we should not let that ever be forgotten we should not let it be forgotten and that's why monuments and memorial days are out there to help remember the bloodiest time in the history of this region and this country remember not glorify is always a good thing by the way charles blow as i said he's on cnn a good bit he is very outspoken he is from gibbs land louisiana that is in bienville parish in the north part of the state not far from shreveport and charles blow graduated magna cum laude from grambling state university in grambling louisiana he's a grambling tiger and he's got this new book i don't know the title i think he's working on it but that's how this whole thing is even being discussed today he's doing his research and he brings up an interesting point thank you charles now our last political type tweet here today comes from sonia mccormick and at sonia mccormick m-c-c-o-r-m-i-c-k she's the director of client and community relations for pnc bank that's a big job you got there sonia and she's a lover of family, friends, live music, dogs, and the Washington Nationals. <laughs> good, good deal you got there. Well, she wrote on Twitter this week, I think she's in D.C., absolutely moved by the inspirational story of civil rights activist, music producer, at Tina Clark Music. We're talking about Tina Clark here, T-E-N-A. And Tina Clark is the author of Southern Discomfort. Now, I had to, I've heard about Tina Clark. I've heard about this book. Tina Clark is a Grammy Award-winning songwriter, music producer, and an activist who lives in Atlanta. And Southern Discomfort is her first book. And it's been a big book out there if you're looking for a good read. And Southern Discomfort is a literary memoir, one that soars with the artistic flair of William Faulkner and Tennessee Williams on the complexities of the Southern family. And according to reviewer Debbie Allen, Tina Clark's memoir, Southern Discomfort, a true coming-of-age story, reads like a Tennessee Williams play set in the Deep South where magnolias, catfish, the Bible, guns, alcohol, racism, and carnal knowledge collide. Tina's story confronts the heartbeat of America's identity crisis, a crisis of faith, family, freedom, and truth. This story will make you laugh out loud, cry, and hope that one day you can stand as tall as Tina. Those are the words from reviewer Debbie Allen about the book Southern Discomfort from 
songwriter, music producer, and activist, Tina Clark. T-E-A-N-T-E-N-A is how you spell her first name. All right. That's good stuff. All right. Richard Burnaby is on Twitter at B-E-R-N-A-B-E-P-H-O-T-O. Burnaby Photo. And Richard is a wildlife photographer and a nature photographer and goes around the country sharing inspiration. This is according to his profile on Twitter. And he wrote on Twitter this week, Southern charm, live oak tree, draped in Spanish moss, backlit by the morning sun, Charleston, South Carolina. And he actually put the word Southern charm in quotes. I think this tree he's talking about is featured in that, is it Bravo that has the TV series with T-Rav in it? I don't think he's on it anymore because he got kicked off because he's an idiot. Knucklehead. Southern charm. Google it sometime. They must have a tree maybe in the opening or something. It, it might even be the angel oak tree on John's Island. But Richard has a nice photo of this live oak tree with Spanish moss backlit by the morning sun. What a, a beautiful thing is that as that sun's coming from the east, going over the marshland in that part of Charleston County. And I'm assuming that's where you are, John's Island. I met a guy one time. The only reason he even wanted to meet me because I had the last name Rawl, and I have about, I think they're like fourth cousins. I've met them with my same last name that live on John's Island where the live oak tree, the, the angel oak is. And if you've never looked at that tree, Google it. Angel oak, John's Island. It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. It even might be a thousand years old. <laughs> I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's just this massive live oak tree that stretches out over probably 50 yards, this one tree. And it's it's amazing. I mean, I, what's even more amazing is this thing is only about 10 miles from the ocean, which means they've had storms and hurricanes and everything else come through over these last couple of hundred years. And that thing has survived. It survived the Civil War, which they had a lot of Civil War battles on John's Island, South Carolina. And this Angel Oak, if it is the same one, it is right there, not far from Charleston. And it is beautiful. And it makes for a great photo. Richard, great job there. Go to his Twitter account, Burnaby Photo, and and, and view it for yourself. Or go to Google and just simply search for Angel Oak. And I bet you it'll come right up and you'll see what I'm... Say, and I've talked to people who've gone way out of their way just to go look at a tree. And it, it, it is pretty cool. Now, South Carolina, uh, as a South Carolinian, we take pride in our palmetto trees, which are on the coast of South Carolina. But if we had to have an alternate tree, I'm voting for this angel oak live tree because it, it is, it is unlike any I've ever seen. And I like live oak trees, period. Cause when you see a live oak tree that's got Spanish moss dangling from it, you know what? You are near an ocean or the Gulf of Mexico. And that always puts a smile on my face, at least. Amy Matta is on Twitter at A-I-M-E-E-M-A-T-T-A. What's the matter, Amy? <laughs> she writes, why does everything have to be so specific when you're pregnant? I'm craving donuts, but they can only be Southern made, of course. Well, congratulations on the forthcoming download, Amy. That's great news for you. And you're craving donuts. Isn't the often people who are pregnant have pickle cravings? You're craving donuts. 
I'll take either one. That's quite a contrast between pickles and donuts. But yeah, that's that's that is good to know. And if it's a boy or girl, I'm thinking y'all might be a really good name for your future child. Amy Matta, good stuff. And go get you some donuts. Now, you want a southern made donut? I, I don't know if there's a difference between what would be a donut that's southern versus Yankee. But we have our our Krispy Kreme out of North Carolina. Those those are really good. I don't know of another chain that's specific to the South. Of course, a lot of places have Shipley Donuts. I don't know the history of Shipley Donuts. I will not officially declare they're Southern until I do some more research. But wherever you can get a good Southern-made donut, Amy, we want you to have a great donut and a great delivery of your loved, loving gift coming up pretty soon there. Appreciate it. Appreciate the feedback. And finally, here on Hashtag Hullabaloo, we have a tweet from God Southern Bell. And this kind of ties into Amy's tweet. She's about to have a baby. Well, this is for all of you who, have, who are, uh, I guess, you've been born. Yes, you, you had to be born at least once in your life. And God Southern Bell, at God's underscore so underscore B-E-L-L-E, is a lover of Jesus, coffee, Kate Spade, shopping, and Harry Potter. And cooler than you since 1990, never. <laughs> uh, and she puts, every day is black tie optional. And Galatians 2.20, that, that's pretty good. Well, she has a, a gif she put out there with the different months of the year. And I'll tell you what that is. It's a gif that's got your birth month is what you're good at. And she wrote, October accurate so she's born in october now i'm going to go through each of these months and you tell me if this gif is indeed correct that your birth month is what you're actually good at january watching netflix february downing shots it's march for all you march babies out there according to this gif if you're born in that in this month sleeping is something you're good at in april spending money man i know a lot of people that must have been born in april in may not going to the gym <laughs> in june shopping at kmart well good lord there's not too many kmarts left and i i'm a proud former kmart employee clock number 91 i'm hoping we'll have more kmart or should i say kmarts <laughs> june is what you're good at if you're born in that month uh, going to kmart july drinking wine that that's a good one that's different than february's downing shots I'm an August baby. In August, if you're born in that month, being sassy. Yeah, I'm sassy, all right. That's not a good term, though, for a guy. You know, how many guys like to go around and say, hey, y'all, I'm sassy. Uh, come up with a little better. Maybe boisterous. That would be a good August birth type uh, profile. September, you're good at nothing. <laughs> Boy, that's a, that's a low blow to all of our September babies out there. In October, always being late. I know a lot of people must have been born in October. In November, when Turkey Day comes, for all of you having birthdays in the month of November, you're good at insulting people. And finally, the Yuletide season, December, according to this GIF, if you're born in December, you're good at being dramatic. <laughs> and, of course, as God Southern Bell put, they were born in October. And, again, October is always being late. So, hopefully... God Southern Bell, you weren't too late getting this GIF out there for all of us to hear about on the Y'all Show. We enjoyed hearing all that good stuff, and 
Hope you all have learned a little bit more about the month that you were born in. You didn't learn that when you were popped out, I bet you, at the hospital. They didn't say, hey, this is a March baby, and this is going to be a sleeping kid the rest of his life. No, probably didn't learn that. We are going to tell you about what's going to happen at the movie theaters when we come back in our final segment of this Friday edition. Also, we'll look at other good sports news, including a little PGA golf update. All that in the final segment coming up next on Y'all. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. A slippery bathroom floor can result in expensive hospital bills. So today, I'll show you how to cushion a serious fall by filling your bathroom with thousands of plastic balls. Just nail a piece of plywood across the doorway and dump in 2,000 multicolored plastic balls. You could try to protect yourself with a bathroom full of plastic balls, or you could get liability coverage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Visit geico.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. We are back. It's the final segment of this Friday, y'all, with John Rawl. Our number is 803-816-1170. You can text that number anytime you feel like it. We'd love to get your feedback on all things Dixie. What's at the movie theaters this weekend? Captain Marvel, the action-adventure film with Samuel L. Jackson in it, and Jude Law, it is hitting theaters. Should be a big-time moneymaker out this weekend. Captain Marvel. Gloria Bell, a drama romance. It's got Julianne Moore in it. It's out this weekend. Gene Triplehorn also in this movie. The Sex Trip, a comedy fantasy, stars Mark Crumpton and others. It is out this weekend. Also, The Kid, a Chris Pratt movie, and Ethan Hawke's in it too. It is out this weekend. The story of a young boy who witnesses Billy the Kid's encounter with Sheriff Pat Garrett. That sounds like a darn good option. Not too many Westerns get put out in today's movie climate. The Kid out this weekend. Ferrante Fever is out this weekend, and it is about Hillary Clinton, Roberto Saviano, Jonathan Franzen, and others weigh in on the Alina Ferrante craze and what makes her work and her mysterious persona so uniquely captivating. This is a documentary out, I guess, in select theaters. Check it out. Hillary Clinton's in there. It's good to see she's got something to do these days. And finally, a drama that's out in theaters, An Elephant Sitting Still. Four people in the Chinese city live through a complicated day as their lives intersect. I think I'll skip that one. That's what's in movie theaters this weekend. Now, on Saturday and Sunday, you've got week five of the Alliance of American Football. And in the south, the Orlando Apollos will be hitting the road to the Legion Field. They'll take on the Birmingham Iron Saturday. That's the game televised on TNT, and it starts at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. Salt Lake, the Stallions are at the San Diego Fleet Saturday evening. That game televised on the NFL Network. The Memphis Express visit Georgia State Stadium in Atlanta. They'll take on the Atlanta Legends, looking for their second win in a row. Both of these teams actually won over the weekend last week in Week 4. And which team will pick up their second win of the year? We'll find out. That game is Sunday afternoon. It's a 4 Eastern kick. Well, they don't even kick off. That 4 Eastern first play from CBS Sports Network. They'll televise the game there in Atlanta. And finally, the last AAF game of the week. The San Antonio Commanders are at the Arizona Hot Shots. That game is set to start at 8 p.m. on Sunday evening on the NFL Network. 
As far as the go fast and turn left crowd, the ISM Raceway out in Phoenix is hosting this weekend's NASCAR race. It's the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series at Phoenix, and that is set to start at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central on Fox on Sunday. Golf, it's the Arnold Palmer Invitational taking place in South Florida. And we do have one injury update. Jason Day will not be playing this weekend. The Aussie golfer is going to be out due to a back issue, and he had to withdraw from the 20. But I like this Invitational Tournament. It's got the Jack, the uh, not Jack, the Arnold Palmer umbrella logo with it. Uh, Bay Hill Club and Lodge there in Florida. And it's always a good time. I love this time of year when the PGA Tour is in Florida. I guess they'll be in Jacksonville not too long from now for a big tournament there and making that southern swing as they get ready for Augusta in just a few weeks. Hey, something we don't talk a lot about here on the show, hockey. And the hockey guys are working their way through the season. They're winding things down, frankly. And looking quickly at the standings of the NHL for the southern teams, at least, the Tampa Bay Lightning lead the Eastern Conference's Atlantic Division. And below them in the south, you have the Florida Panthers struggling. They are in uh, next to last place, I think it is, in the latest standings. In the Metropolitan Division, the Caps, the defending Stanley Cup champs, continue to do good this year. They are on top of that division. Now, about three games behind them, the Carolina Hurricanes are in this metropolitan division of hockey from the western conference central division the nashville predators are leading that particular division with a 39 and 25 record they've got 83 points they had a big shootout win the other day so the preds doing good in nashville tennessee other teams in this same central division st louis the blues are a couple of games behind nashville the dallas stars they're currently 34 and 27 and that is all the southern teams period every other team in the nhl is somewhere way out west how are those vegas golden knights doing this year well not quite as good as last year when they actually made it to the stanley cup in their very first year of existence the golden knights right now are 37 and 26 with 79 points to their credit what's going on nhl wise tonight the florida panthers host the minnesota wild and in the south the washington capitals have the new jersey devils in town and the carolina hurricanes host the winnipeg jets that's your hockey report here on the y'all show how about that see we are all about diversity here we even talk a little hockey now give us some credit well that is all of y'all for today we appreciate all of you tuning in we will be right back here on monday with a whole new week of y'all we've got some really cool stuff coming your way you do not want to miss it until that time have a wonderful couple of days off we'll see you monday and this is from dixie with love to take you to the house this is john rawl and this is y'all y'all y'all